DJ Toasty Z, Hip Hop Made Me Do It. You already know what the fuck it is. It's the sixth ever Hip Hop Made Me Do It podcast. Like I said, you already know what the fuck it is, and if you don't now, you do. We're chilling out in New Jersey. We got Young Murder Beats in the building. <laughs> Not Young Murder Beats. Just the, just the Murder Beats look-alike. Yeah. We got the chain and all. I've been goofing on you for the hairdo and the... Yeah, all day yesterday. But you already know, if you've been watching the podcast in the past, we have the reoccurring guest... The legend. The legend, Charlie. Charlie. We call it co-pilot. Because we're the on the show. Oh, bars for days. Bars for days. Um, like 40 view, 40 view podcast. You need to talk yeah, into yeah. the mic, not away from the mic. Okay. Oh, let me just talk over here. No, talk right here. Sorry, the camera's distracting. Sorry, well, just talk. Yeah, it's all Sorry. good. The, pretend the camera's not even there. Pretend we're just having a conversation. Um, we've had this talk before. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just... You know, gotcha. it's and all. You're gonna look at the camera in like half an hour from now. And I'm gonna tell you, like I thought you said, look at me. The only time I look at the camera is to check that the battery's not running low because, like I said, we had the the camera that I th- was supposed to be fully charged. I put it on the charger, and now for some reason it only has two bars. So we're rolling with it. We might switch out with the phone camera midway. But uh, the things that I wanted to talk about, I think it, I thought it'd be good to do a podcast talking about the Drake push T beef. At first, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I have anything to say. And then I was like, oh, it's too late. Like, everything's already happened. But it might be good to just go through the whole timeline and recap everything and yeah. and uh, really assess it since the beef is unofficially over. I uh, you who s- said that? Well, you said you read a report. That's why I'm asking. You read some yeah, reports this, this morning. morning. I read that um, his track's done. Drake has a response track and his features or something to do with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is heavily involved is what I read. Oh, I thought you said that, like, Drake's not going to respond. No, no, his track is done, I was told, and Lil Wayne's heavily involved in the, in the whatever the track is. I don't know, I guess they're waiting till tonight, or maybe, I think it's going to come out today. I mean, they you can't it, wait too long. It better come out today. What, it, it's been since Tuesday? Yeah, like, Tuesday night. Like, you know, Time Drake, Drake needed out. to respond. Two days ago. Yeah, so he dropped that track on Tuesday. Drake needed to just respond on Thursday with an actual diss. Instead, he just put out a fresh release like, oh, you know, damage control. Um, just to start off, and I also thought it would be cool at the end if we could just, uh, you know, I don't have any, like, written down thoughts on it, but I've listened to the Kanye album a bit, so thought we could talk a little bit about general first thoughts, and I've listened to it, like, three, probably four times. Don't have a set opinion on it yet, but still figuring it out. Um, so just to start off, do you have any general thoughts on the beef before um, I get into the timeline of everything and in detail? I think I, thought, I was watching the Joe Budden, Joe Budden podcast and I thought it was really funny because they were talking about, apparently they were going to talk about Infrared, the song on Daytona mm-hmm. and Push T that started, started it recently. Yeah. And then, uh, W Freestyle by Drake. And then they said that the, the description said they were going to talk about, um, the story of is it added on Adidon? Add on? I don't know. I, a lot of people. I've heard many things. Yeah. Um, added on. We'll go with added on. Hopefully that's right. Um, but the whole the whole talk was very awkward because not awkward, but they were like saying like Drake won. Like they were saying that they went pro Drake, all of them, um, which is very odd based on what everyone else is saying. I was like, what are they talking about? Because I watched the video or the podcast way later than it was recorded. Yeah. Like, did they? 
hear this push a T song at the end, the story of Adonon. So then halfway through the podcast, like, like breaking news. So they record Tuesday nights. So it came out then. It was funny. And then they were like, okay, push a T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like push a live right reaction. In. They like paused. They're like, all right. Take back every. I, it's funny because podcast because I watched the two segments. It was like the story of Adon and or whatever the first segment of it was, and then right. like their response afterwards. I didn't watch it as one full clip, yeah. so it was just like it was really funny to see. Like at the end, like put they're all like, "Yeah, Drake won. Drake won. Drake's winning. Drake, won, you know." And then oh. Joe Biden's like, oh, I'm just winning. And now we're a podcast where we just did. Why'd you have to sign, Drake? <laughs> Why'd you have to sign? <sighs> yeah, I thought that, I thought that was nerd. really fi- funny. Um, speaking of the sigh, I thought it was very funny because someone tweeted out, or someone quoted a tweet because they're like, it was a tweet that someone tweeted before Pusha T dropped the diss track, and he was like, F- Drake sighing like a disappointed father. And then someone like quote tweeted it, and he's like, "This this tweet didn't age very well." <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it'd be cool. Like I said, just general thoughts. I think it was funny because Drake just tried to shrug off Pusha T like he did with uh, Meek Mill. You know, he's like, "Oh, I can't believe I have to do this. The audacity, the nerve. Like, I'm just gonna throw out this quick, you know, quick uh, response, and I'll I'll it'll be over." <laughs> But they more like a flex act, like it's Drake too. He's like, and he's so big. He's like, oh man, this time, this song's so good I have right now. Like, oh, this audacity, and they just kind of go in on him. Yeah, he was overconfident. And then, no, I think it was funny that he shrugged. He tried to shrug off like he did with Meek Mill, and then Pusha T just came back and slapped him in the face. Like, deal with this now. Um, and I feel like Drake always. Everyone's always like talking about his diss tracks and saying like, oh, like he made back to back, and that was just a hit record. And he he that was good enough and like it to me they were always half-assed diss tracks they were just like I'm gonna make a hit song and I'll throw a couple lines in there um and and you know for me if I I want to hear a diss track I want to hear you actually like go in on someone like this is a diss track we're not trying to make a club record um which some people are saying like oh it's kind of like the ultimate chess move in a way as a disrespect is like. You're not even worthy of a full diss. I'm gonna like make a hit song and just throw some jabs in you that just in there to destroy you, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. It kind of just showed that Drake isn't a battle rapper, and I, and I personally don't think he's capable of something like an Ether or what Pusha T is able to do. Like he might be able to come out with some nice bars here and there, but like I feel like most of his diss records. Meek just wasn't that great of an opponent. He also was on tour, which also put Meek at a huge disadvantage. Like that's why he didn't. He took forever to respond because he was literally on tour for um, like I don't know what album it was at the time. Maybe it was uh, the Rico album because that was the song with Drake or whatever. But, but Drake even said like, "Don't push me when I'm in album mode." But it's like, when is his album? With that drop, that June? dropped, and we still haven't had a response from him. It's like he's just in damage he's control not, what mode. What is he doing? Is his album out in June? Uh, I don't know the exact date that it dropped. Um, like Scorpion or something. I don't. I don't know all the details. I think the album's called Scorpion, or he has this jacket he's been wearing called so says Scorpio or Scorpion on the back. I don't know. I might check out the album. <laughs> you might. You just might. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you have any other further thoughts, but I think it'd be cool to go through the timeline um, of the beef and just kind of analyze you it. Think- not like super. In like not necessarily in detail, but any like elements that we thought we yeah. would be cool to put, point out and pick out. Do you out. think Push went too far? 
I do not think so because I was gonna. That was a question I was gonna like have us discuss. But I mean, to me, it's like there's certain people that are like, oh, as soon as you bring up my wife, now I can say whatever I want about you. What the angle was? I think. But it's like this is this is not a like like this is not a game. This these are real disc records. Like this is what a real disc track is. This none of this like like he's going straight to the point of like okay. I can't diss you about ghostwriting. Like, that's going to bounce right off of you. I can't do this about you. Well, I can question your integrity. I mean, I mean, they were, like, definitely the, like, I guess when we're talking about if it goes too far, we're talking about, like, the 40 thing, right? Yeah. Um, just, like, it was, I mean, they were definitely low blows, but I don't think it's, like, and it's shitty, but it's, like, it's a, it's a diss record. Like, you're trying to rip someone apart. Yeah. And I don't think it's fair to limit what you can and can't say if you're trying to diss somebody. Yeah, and plus this is hip hop. We shouldn't be limiting what I mean, you this can is what and makes, can't that's say. That's what makes it hip hop. That's what makes hip hop. <laughs> We're referencing a very corny white woman dancing about as a hip hop dance video, and it's funny, funny meme. You guys should check it out. Also, forties um, Drake's OVO producer, right? Yeah, and I mean, like, I, the what thing does he is, have? Cyrus, What does he have? Um. Well, I think he has multiple sclerosis because he said that it was also on like national or like international ms day or something like that so which was just a coincidence apparently but for me it's the type of thing where i might not necessarily say it and want to put my name behind it but i wouldn't say you can't say it you know what i'm saying like i would never tell pusha like oh you can't do that i might not want to do it and it it could have backfired on him because of the fact that, like, it's funny because, like, Drake, people forget that, like, Drake's image switched up. He used to be, like, this, like, he used to be the pussy rapper. Like, you know, like, that's what he was. Like, he yeah. would just make cl- songs t- for girls to dance to in the club. And that's fine. Or, like, sad songs. And, like, that's fine. And then he tried to be tough. But I think it's showing that, like, it almost is, like... I liked him take down, that he's taking down a notch. I like, like if, okay, like, if someone that's super hard tries to diss someone that's not super hard, like a hard rapper, they're just like a fun rapper, and they just go in, it's almost like, why are you picking on them? That's how it feels. I'm not saying Drake is like not lyrically up to that level, but there was a certain point when Drake was kind of not, I don't want to say he was a joke, but as far as like lyricism, no one thought he was like tough. Um, and that was always my problem with Drake is that I feel like he's not, he's fronting a little bit. There's like a element of authenticity that's like, not quite there and, like and I, feel like, I feel like that beef not every rapper the, like hip hop originated out of, of authenticity but like there are certain I don't know I would say that there's this beef kind of has showed that there's like more to Drake than he wants to admit and he's not fully authentic like he's so calculated in everything that he does and when you get like that, it is good from an artistic perspective, but it also is like the authenticity gets stripped from it. And like, I, that's why like Kanye's album has been connecting with me. We can get to that, but it's like, I feel like he's, I don't know. I feel like there's something that Drake's holding back. I mean, obviously there was something that he was. I <laughs> was a kid. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, uh, let's just go through I it. I think when you're as big as Drake though, you have to be really calculated and then might take away your authenticity but he's a superstar he's the biggest rap figure in hip hop 
Yeah. Basically. I think I think it's all about balance. Like you have to have a balance of authenticity. Like not just like obviously if you're just all raw, then you can get in trouble. You know, Kanye shows that when he's 100% not filtering himself, he gets himself into trouble. Post Malone did that too. Post Malone did that as well. Um, you know, little Zan. There's the list goes on and on. But sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's not. But you're always a to an extent, I feel like the people that are 100% raw are always appreciated, you know? And it, and it is a balance for sure. You don't want to say anything. You don't want to say... it's. You have to balance, like, authenticity and rawness and honesty with empathy. That's my that's my philosophy. I like that. Um, so just let's... We can go through the timeline. I think we're going to probably bring up things that relate to the timeline. So we, let's just go through the timeline, and then I'm sure things like will come up. Like back to 06? Well, even... I don't know if do you think it started at 06? I, I know saw that an article yesterday about different things. So originally it started because it was a Pusha T and Lil Wayne thing in Birdman. Mm-hmm. And I know that Lil Wayne and that was happening. And then Drake was just kind of like, you know, his Lil Wayne's buddy. And then he just got hit in the crossfires. And then over to like in the early 2010s, it became yeah. more Push and Drake. Um,. And then I know Drake had that song. What I remember beginning is the two birds, one stone, where he's taking shots at Kid Cudi. Before that, is even, it was, I was going to say, Exorcist 20. The first one, I remember there's stuff before this, I'm sure, but it was like Push, and Push was beefing with Birdman and kind of Lil Wayne, but mostly like Birdman being like shady with the money. Um, and that was a diss aimed at Lil Wayne and Birdman. And then I guess Two Birds, One Stone was after Exodus that was like shots at Pusha from Drake. And Kid Cudi, he was. Oh yeah, and that, and that's the other thing about going too far. There was tweets about this. Is like people that say he went too far about like mental health. Kid Cudi, I mean Drake can't talk. I mean Drake didn't say that he went too far, but it's like if you're defending Drake, like oh he went too far, like talking about his health. Drake literally was like insulting Kid Cudi's mental health, and like you can't really talk. What? KK was in rehab at the song. Yeah, and it made him look bad at the time. It made Drake look like an ass. So it's like, how can you say... I think it's because Kid Cudi isn't that tough guy like you just said about going to in. Kid Cudi's not a tough guy. But neither is 40. (laughs) I'm talking about the disses at 40, so it's like... Gotcha. You can't defend Drake and say, oh... I mean, you can't defend and be like... You can't forget one and, and and not forget the other. It's like... Drake also went at Kid Cudi's mental health. That doesn't excuse Pusha T attacking 40's health. But it's like, we have to assess the whole situation. It's not like Drake is the saint that didn't do the same exact thing. Yeah, but everyone sees things through a different visor depending on the situation. Yeah, definitely. So this, like I said, this is a beef that kind of got reignited that started as a Pusha T beefing with Birdman and Lil Wayne. Um... Obviously, there's more details to it. I saw, I did see a timeline where it was like even further before Exodus. I don't remember what caused Pusha T to write Exodus. 24. Oh, I remember in 06, Lil Wayne. So I don't, I'm not really that familiar with Pusha T's history. Who is, what's the net group he was in with? Clips. And his, what was the buddy? Uh, no Malice is his brother. So, No Malice, okay. Yeah. Uh, is he dead? Is he. No, he just like popped out of hip hop. He just gotcha. like, he went, he like became religious and. So apparently Lil Wayne was doing a magazine cover. He was wearing clothes that apparently, what's their, sorry, what's their name called? 
Was it Pharrell's brand? Was it the big baller? Pharrell brand? was a producer for them. I was told. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're wearing clothes that they started. I'm not or something. big baller brand. Sorry, that's. <laughs> I don't know. I know Millionaire. BB. Uh, was it B? It's. I think it's BBC. I don't remember what the acronym is. But Lil Wayne is wearing clothes that they started or they were trending with or wearing, and then he said it in an interview that he didn't. We get it from them or something, and then that, something about that's how it started with the magazine cover and clothing. Okay, yeah, and I know that a push. There was also something about so Pusha did a song with, uh, or Clips did a song with Birdman. What happened to that boy? And I forget what track. I don't know if he referenced it on Infrared, but he referenced it on some track recently. And basically, what he was saying was that I think someone had mentioned that there was an issue with like payment involving the video someone's like not getting the the person that shot the video only getting like half of it i can't verify that i this is just like yeah i don't know the exact story so i don't want to say that it's 100 percent true but so i i know he did reference back to that um that track in one of the recent songs um but yeah so basically you have Pusha t's album infrared drop last was it last friday now or it's right. called the tone yeah Daytona um, album drop with the song Infrared. Um, I figure we could just, I mean, I had wrote some general thoughts on it because I listened to it beforehand, but I figure we could just play it. Um, I will have to cut it out of the YouTube video, but we could play it and then you could give any yeah. thoughts just as a refresher. Now, will I be able to hear the song? Will it be going through your headphones? I'm going to play it through my phone because gotcha. we didn't have the, I wanted to have, eventually, just so you get the listeners know, we're going to have an aux cord. Um, plug-in so it'll play directly through the audio in interface um, and sound really great and play tunes just like we did on the radio so a combination of talking and tunes uh, but I forgot this can connector we do, that would allow me to plug it in so we, we do can't a sleeper do section today. at the end sleeper section what do you mean by sleeper Joe section Button podcast does the end of the podcast that each member picks a song that they've been feeling from the week that is not that big they play it that would be a good concept. That's really I need fun. to listen to more podcasts to get more ideas. We've got to call it something different, though, so it's not a complete knockoff. Nah, it's not sleepers. I'll call it snoozers. So it's like songs that they they like that they, they, they think are catchphrases or like Yeah, I mean, it's not big. Like, do we have sleepers? That's like a catchphrase. They, they want to get out of the podcast. They're yeah. just like annoyed. Like, do we have sleepers? Because they just play the songs in entirety, and then yeah. they're, they're pretty much done. And then they'll be like, this is... You know, Alcatraz, uh, you know, and that dope. And then the song just plays. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I've heard the songs, like, you know, Joe Budden will play a, a black song that just came out. A black song? What do you mean? Six Live. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this I know. A, this is a black song. I'm gonna just you sound him, like an old white guy. I'm going to oh, call him Six Black. black music. <laughs> I decided I'm going to call him Six Black because people will know what I'm saying. But it combines I've, I've it. seen it written. I didn't know, like, it's, people... It's I didn't black. know it was just, like, it's pronounced terrible. black. It doesn't look like that. I said Six Slack, but it's black. It's just black. So I just say six black, so you know. Oh, it's saying. like that whole thing when they were replacing letters with numbers, yeah, it, and then it became really lame after a while. But usually it was just three with an E. Six and a B don't really work that well. But ASAP did that kind of with, like, they kind of made their A's into V's. I never saw Or, like, that. triangle. ASAP, when they spelled ASAP, remember that? Their, their hats was, like, V-S-V-P. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the same as, like, V-Lone, which, fuck V-Lone. Yeah, that's kind of trash, but, but... It is trash. I mean, it... The letters with numbers is is so old. Plus, dollar sign for the S is old. It's way old too. Yeah. Plus, I mean, plus, uh, 
whatever the guy he's at bar he's the guy that created Velo and is mad fucking sketchy yeah I, I don't know if you hold the whole story about that thing, yeah. but yeah, yeah they do a sleeper section so I, I always wanted to do that that'd be really cool for sure well and would... I want to incorporate music into it for sure which uh, let's play this track and okay. then yeah first of all did you have any I'll be honest never actually have heard that song before you never heard it I listened well, to good Day- that we played it I listened to yeah, I listened to Daytona uh, but I just didn't finish it because, like, Pusha T is obviously good, but I find that his lyrics are just just too much for me. Like, he's got a lot of vocabulary that I don't understand, and it's heavy. It's a, it's some of the stuff Pusha T is the type of lyricism where he says some stuff, and you're like, that was crazy. I don't know. You have to kind of like go back. There's a lot of weird references, and like, yeah. there's I don't know. He has a very regal vocabulary. I don't know. There's a lot of like, that's how I would describe it. Like, there's like. I don't know. There's like a feeling of like royalty, but also mixed with the cocaine dealing. He's like talks about dealing cocaine, in a new, but he does it every new way, right? Like in a new way every time. That's like unique. Where it's just like, but it's kind of he rarely uses the word crack or cocaine because he doesn't have to. Every other artist that does that is like they're like seen as every song's the same. Yeah, well, it's like you, you can talk about the same stuff and say about say it in a new, innovative way we each just time. Need a big vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to figure out new, innovative ways to say things. You know, but I was surprised listening to that song. I was just thinking about it. I was surprised Little Wayne and Birdman haven't. I mean, they're. I mean, Birdman's like what eighty, but I feel like they make <laughs> he's <it> not eighty. <laughs> he's probably not like even sixty. Yeah, he's probably like his fifties or maybe late forties actually, but um. They should. I'm surprised like Lil Wayne didn't make a song or something about Birdman or Pusha T. No, yeah, I don't think Pusha T really dissed Lil Wayne. He just no, he really dissed Lil Wayne. He was just kind of like he threw shots at him, but it wasn't like I heard more about Birdman than it was in this track you're talking about. Yeah, well, he's talking about he's a shot but not a fire, and that he's another multi-million artist trapped. Yeah, yeah, he says he's basically blasting like. Birdman for shady business practices and like saying he's holding back Wayne and like the reason that he can't retire um and I mean it's almost like it makes Wayne kind of seem like they're almost like I they're almost like jabs at Wayne but they're like I care about you jabs like I see this guy taking advantage of you and you don't you're not your old self like you know what I'm saying they're almost like they're jabs, but they're not really jabs. It's like I feel bad for you, jabs. Kind of like yeah. he's not like trying to attack him, but... Lil Wayne. He's just saying like they're more shots at Birdman. Lil Wayne's like one of those guys. He's like, I mean, he's not the best rapper of all time, as people say, but like he's so big for his career, and like he's the only guy in his generation that's not like a boss. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally he should uh, by now left that label. He should have his own label. He already knows how to sign talent. He signed Nicki Minaj and Drake, two of the biggest artists in hip hop in the past twentieth century. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know since you were in. We're in the twenty second century. No, it's the twenty first. Centuries go by a hundred oh, years. years. Sorry. Anyways, twenty first century. But he can Until sign talent. Until two thousand and a hundred. You know, two thousand. And like yeah. Rick Ross is his own label. He signs yeah, but, artists and. But like, see how they've all pan. Like, not all of them have. I mean, I guess not all of them are gonna pan out. Yeah. Wayne Wayne could have started his own label, and there was talk about him going to the Rock after That's Cash what I'm Money. Why would you do that? Well, because like you shit. have to understand that like the way Cash Money was run, it was like a family business. Like it's hard for you to for leave someone you call your father, or even admit that you're someone that you're you consider your father is holding you back or holding withholding money from you. It's like you, it's not like an artist on a label saying. 
realize, oh, I'm not making getting the money that I deserve. It's like it's like if I if yeah or yeah if I was holding back money back from you or if Dad was like our business manager and he was screwing us over like you wouldn't if you love them you're not going to expect them to screw you over you just assume like oh they're doing they're in my best interest and they're not necessarily intentionally screwing you over you know it's like that's why it's tough to miss family with business Um, but in general I think obviously he's talking about the ghostwriting in that track you know. Quinn he Miller says, again. yeah, he says, you know, he's all, all hooks, uh, all hooks and beats, no like lyrical content. Like, and I've always said that where it's like recently Drake, I feel like he used to have a lot to say and I feel like he doesn't really have much to say anymore. You know, it's kind of like a lot of fluff dance tracks, which I mean, he's a pop artist now. Yeah. And like, that's what the main criticism Pusha has, where it's like, he has nothing of substance to say he's making he's basically saying he's like you're making songs for like white people to dance to or like people to you know well, girls to dance to in the, the same club. time many of the hit huge mainstream pop rap artists they don't have anything really of substance to say like yeah. that's how they reach a large audience by saying very gen- generic things that anyone can get behind for sure for sure but i for me i think to me drake's better than that like i feel like he has some interesting things that he could talk about and the whole thing about the race thing I mean, we'll get to that later, but it's like, if this is an issue that you care about and, like, you know, being a black man and, like, want to portray how... Then we never heard that in any of your music. You never, like, expressed that. And that's, like, the authenticity part of, like, he's holding stuff back, you know? He's not speaking about what he's feeling. Um, But in general, then we have, obviously, the next day, within 24 hours, Drake drops the doopy freestyle, which... I think we can probably just leave in because the of nerve. the nerve, the audacity. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that just so we can have... Obviously, we have our thoughts about it already. Is that an original beat? Uh, I don't know who the beat is. I didn't think about it till I heard Pushes, but I like that beat. I thought it was a good song. Like, I mean, yeah, it was good, but... Like, as a standalone. Like I said, he tried... Like, he, he was like, all right, I'll, I'm just going to shrug this guy off. Like, his, his tone was like, I'm going to shrug this guy off, like... I think I guess that's his image of like I'm Drake the superstar. Yeah, but like that's what I'm people saying. are listening to this song like oh, the audacity of this guy no one's heard of, Pusha T. But he's not. But that's the thing. Pusha T is not Meek Mill. But he can't just do that to Pusha T. I know. T. That's what he didn't realize. But he it's more. Just do I think that. it's more the image that he's trying to portray to the people listening than how he actually feels. Like, oh my god, well, this well, is so annoying. Well, okay. Actually, do you think? <laughs> All right. I'm trying to. Well, thinking about the release of everything. Do you think that if that image didn't exist, do you think that it would be as intense of a beef? Like, the fact that, like, obviously, like, he revealed, like, the whole... No, I don't think Push would come at him if he wasn't on top of the world. So you don't think he would even come at him if he didn't have that... I'm saying, like, that picture that came out. I'm saying if that picture didn't exist, do you think that it would have had... The same effect? I mean, obviously not the same effect, but you do you think it would have still have a punch, or would you be yeah, would I mean, people this, be saying, I mean, "Oh, Drake still won"? Oh, I think yeah, I think it would be that. I think that's a thumbnail can or a cover will make a big difference because before you click on the record, you're like, "Oh shit, wow, yeah." Um, and as you listen to the song, you're looking at this man in blackface. Well, also, oh, I didn't mean but to I think the song either. itself is really. I mean, it's a really good song. I mean, good song. I guess yeah. it's a good diss track. Um. So I think it would be it would still be sort of one quote unquote, but it wouldn't be as much of a shocking like, oh shit. I feel like the image was a good like, 
good way it to get you watch in, it. It drew you in. There was a controversy to it because it wasn't just like any old diss. Like, like before before the image and like push a tease diss track, the hip hop world was paying attention. And but now, then now, yeah. like all of news is like, oh, this I is. I was say, you know, I think the like tension CNN's got, commenting on the beef, not just like, you know, complex. The attention and views it gets on YouTube and all that is much bigger. But I think the result of who won is still the same. Yeah, I think for me, yeah, it's like just the whole the way he did it was so strategic that I that. Well, let's just yeah. It was just let's so just strategic. Let's just play the Doobie freestyle. Doobie or Doobie? I don't know. Doobie is a Jamaican phrase for dead. Oh, okay. That's what I got from the Joe Budden podcast. Big ups, to Joe Budden. Am I allowed to shout out other podcasts? Oh yeah, I like Joe Budden. Is that like Burger King and McDonald's? I can't do. That. No, it's fine. I, I there's no no uh, rules. I mean, I mean, no hold bars. We have no endorsements yet. I just say things I like. I don't think about. I listen to the Joe Budden podcast every week. I don't, but I've like. Sometimes Joe can be a bit too much, you know. He's really, he's a lot. Well, I don't really watch this for him. I like Mullen, sorry. But yeah. anyways, played that. I play don't w. watch it all the time, but I I did enjoy the, the podcast, the recent one. All right, so we're gonna play this. And that was a really. I'm good gonna episode. leave it in. That was such a fun episode. I got so excited <laughs> listening to that. It was really funny. Um, was fun I'm gonna one. leave this track in so people can actually hear it on the podcast because I don't think that. They're gonna. It's on. A, it's a SoundCloud track, you know. Plus, Joe Budden left it in. So. The nerve, the audacity. Okay. In retrospect, it makes him look like a fool.
Alright, so I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um and like I said, it has this very condescending tone, like, I can't believe I have to do this, like this is not even worth my time. And like obviously when you do that, you have to be ready to kill it. And all a bit, like as someone that's not a huge Drake fan at this moment, I mean he has actually, actually some of his recent stuff I've really been liking. The Blockboy JB song and oh, yeah. Nice for What. But but um I mean I'll admit he did kill it, he did bring it. But Bush just came back and slapped him in the face with his cocky ass. Curiosity, Zach. The one three few ones I didn't like was like, if you can find me five artists more talented on good music than Push. Yeah, Joe on the Joe Budden podcast, they were trying to be like, oh well, Kid Cudi. I'm like, well, he was just trying to come up with like how he yeah, got that. Like, yeah, there's Big no, Sean, I there, guess, because he's popular and Big Sean is not well. Yeah, more I know, talented. But we're just than talking Push about like, no. I'm just saying like, think about who's on the good music lineup. I couldn't. All I have is Kanye. Even if you tried to get five, okay, two chains. Maybe you could say two chains is more talented than Pusha T. I mean, he has been until recently, and is that change? He's not in good music anymore. I don't know if he ever was. I thought he was just like buddy buddy with them. But I would just say no, Kanye, and then push. Well, okay, so all right, on the on the label, let's say Kanye. You like if you're trying to say two chains, if you're trying to say Big Sean. Kid you can't say Kid Cudi. I'm sorry. As far as consistency, you can't say Kid Cudi. I love Kid Cudi, but he hasn't put anything good out in a while. Demons, is, I like uh, the last. Part. You like the the pains, one pains, demons, the one where the wailing one. No pains, demons, and demon slaying. Was that the one with that with the baptized in the church? What's the uh, cover look like? He, he's shirtless in the pink and purplish tone. Okay, that's not as bad as the I other was, one. I like that one a lot. Okay, well. Yeah, speeding bullet to heaven. It's, not <laughs> it's just like I think what, the thing with Cuddy was that he was he made some nice hooks and then he got a little big headed and he thought he could do everything and he's like I'm gonna put out a rock app record and he thought he was like a great singer. There's because, never been one be, good rock rapper. because he had like he never had like a great singing voice. He just had like a distinct voice, so it sounded good. But like, don't give me an album where you're trying to sing the whole way because it's gonna sound bad. Like it's not. He was never a great singer. Like him singing a whole album would not be great. But can you make a good rock rap album? Because the whole idea of a white the white guys making the rap rock music from the early two thousands, like anytime anyone makes a like rebirth by Lil Wayne, like that rock album he had, they're wasting this garbage. I think, I mean, it, you have to be super talented in order to blend those styles. I there are some examples of. Like Jesus. rap rock esque stuff that I think is good. Jesus isn't even. It's like experimental hip hop, but I want to give it to Jesus. Right. Uh, that's a whole other can of worms. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying I have very strong opinions about Jesus, gotcha, gotcha. and then we, you know, we don't no need worries. to go on that far onto that tangent. Um, so basic, basically, what he was saying at this, uh, we talked about like. He's like saying he's helping he, Quentin Miller out. Apparently, he's helping Quentin Miller out. Poor pal. Which is like I get it because it's like there's certain people that like might never have a hit. But that's not why he's doing it. Like, it's obviously not why he was doing it, but he did help him out indirectly. You know. Yeah. He wasn't like he didn't just see a random guy like oh I, I really want to help out this guy. Wow, he got good songs for me. Oh wow, he actually has some good songs. Let me, <laughs> let me use this. No, he's like oh okay, I'll help this guy out. Yeah, you're dope. I'll make some good songs. It'll help me out. You know. Yeah. Um, 
so he also said that Kanye like stretches hands out. Father stretches hands out to get it from me. Like he helped out Kanye. I don't know the context of that. If there's like a specific instance, I think they did work together on a song, and people were like, "Oh, Kanye and and Drake aren't aren't beefing. They have a song together. They must be chill." Um. Uh, basically, he was just saying like, "Oh, I didn't really. You didn't really sell like that. You have no malice in your heart." He's yeah. He's like, he's like. You were just like the third guy and down the line. You didn't really sell. Um, he's like, you got no malice in your heart, which is his brother's name. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good. Another thing, he's like, hey, Mike, with your signature. So he's like, what's cool about that is he's addressing he something that. Yeah, he's well, he used to be a fan. So he's addressing something that Pusha could use against him and saying, yeah, I had a mic with your signature on it. Uh, but it's fit, the signature faded just like your career has. So it's like he's using something that Pusha could use against him. It's the whole eight mile Eminem, you know. Are you yeah. familiar with when I when I say that? Where like, have you seen the last scene of Eight Mile? I've never seen Eight Mile. It's like, you know what it's about though. It's like Eminem, yeah, yeah. basically his life and like, come up. He's come up, um, like not specifically like this is Eminem, but he's basically playing himself. And like the last verse, they're always like shitting on him for being this white hockey blah blah blah. And what he does is he's like, all right, I'm gonna go first. And he took everything. That that guy was gonna say about him, he's like, yeah, I am a w- white honky, r- white trash. Like he just owned all of it. So the guy that when he went to diss him didn't have anything to say. Like he couldn't. He like owned every. You know when you own your yeah, faults, cover your own back. It's like if you own your faults, then they can't be used against you. Yeah. Like if you admit, like, yeah, I am this, I am that, but so what? I'm still gonna murder you in this beef, and there's nothing you can say about it. And the guy was like, because he, he he didn't have anything to say. So it's like, if you know what your opponents might use against you or might say, That's you like can say it before. That's like life in general, though. If you're, or you have like three eyeballs, or if you... <laughs> three eyeballs. Well, I don't want to make anything specific. Like, yeah. if you're overweight, or like, if you have terrible, like, skin or whatever, if you just, at an event, you just come out and say that, no one's going to whisper behind your back about it. If you just say, yeah, I'm a three-eyed weirdo. Yeah, it's like, it's just like having confidence about things you can't change. Like, yeah. like obviously... If you're overweight, you could potentially eat better, hit the gym, get, you know, you could change that potentially. But, but if it's something that you can't it. change, then you can, then if you, if you just own it with confidence, then yeah. you're better off. And people on Instagram for so many times with the small penis gang, so many rappers would be like, Tech 6 9 is like the small penis group or like, or whatever he's saying about small penis. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Gotcha. You have a small dick. Cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the other thing that was like really was like lame was just like call me when you're multi platinum. He's like basically the the most lamest diss of like I have more money than you, where it's just like that doesn't def- that doesn't counteract what the points that he's making. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a flex. Like I make more money than you, so well, I mean, you shouldn't be able to talk about anything. The, same way, then. the invoice was a good flex. That was actually a really good flex of him being like no, but the invoice was saying like I sold. Here's an invoice for. All the work I did to help you sell more records for Daytona. Yeah, he's like, because of you, I sold more records. That's like more of an actual flex versus, I have more money than you, so be quiet. Like, um, so I thought that was a very f- good flex. He dropped that and he put the invoice, like I said, for a hundred hundred thousand uh, dollars to Good Music for. Uh, he said for promotional assistance and career reviving. Um, basically insinuating that he sold more records because Drake did, you know. Because he threw Drake's name. He sold like seventy five k, which is pretty good. 
Somebody cut 5K? Yeah, for Daytona. It was like 30,000 30, pure. Copies or not? Or like... Just out, like weekly sales. You know, the numbers come in at the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. It's like 30,000 pure sales, which is people that actually bought it on iTunes or mm-hmm. physical copies. For sure. But... Yeah. I mean, it's like doing good for certain artists. It really depends what artists you are. Like if when Yachty dropped uh, Teenage Emotions, that did what? A hundred? flop. It was about 47,000. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's bad in general. That's bad. But especially for an artist that huge. The angle may not be perfect, but we got the camera back. Like I said, we, that back camera died, so we're going off phone now. We'll see what we get. We'll see what we get. So, we leave off phone? We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Lil, Lil Yachty, but, oh, shit, um, yeah. so yeah, he drops that doobie freestyle. Uh, I think we pretty much covered all of that. Um, then the invoice. Then we were on Tuesday. So everyone thought Drake won. Everyone thought Drake won after that. It looked like he won. Like this is over. Then we have story odd. We haven't even gotten to that, and we were so in, far into this already. We've been uh, just going too deep. Anyway, so yeah, we're never gonna. We're not gonna talk about Kanye's album because I got to dash in like fifteen minutes. Uh, story of add on. I want to say I know the adopt. I know the. I think the kid's name is Adonis, and the basically the idea was that it the kid was gonna line up with the Adidas, Adidas drop, line. like he was gonna reveal That's that he has this. a son um, with the Adidas line. Uh, basically, should we play the track? We probably don't have that much. I, I I have notes on it anyway. I think we probably have all have thoughts about it. Okay. Why? Well, you give me those. This, 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 everything is going so quick all of a sudden. Well, yeah, because I need to no, I need yes. dash, I so I'm just like, all right, well, it's I'll slow it down for a second. Just like, we don't have to play the track because I, I got to dash soon. But um, basically, you know, he generally attacks his integrity, calls him a hypocrite. Um, Talks about this Adidas line. His son deserves more than Adidas line. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's like, Adidas is their son. Um, his dad was, he's the, um, what do you call it when the dad leaves? He calls him basically. He's like a deadbeat dad. He's like he's no better than and your dad, dad that left five. you. Right. Um, and he's basically that you're hiring your kid. He says your kid with a porn star, which is like the issue is not that she's a porn star. The issue is that he's like hiding a, a kid and like not bringing right. it he home. Her Instagram up real good too. She has like twelve um, photos now, and then she's like a, a nice motherly woman. Yeah, he says uh, you're using her. Basically, you're using a son, your son for a press release with Adidas. You know, he deserves better than that. Bring Basically, him, bring him home. It does like, feel like it's just like he's using him to help sell shoes. Yeah, it does feel like very like. Let's hide him all these years, right? Now I want to sell shoes, so we're gonna do this now. You know, bring him out. It'd be great. Well, also because Drake is so calculated with everything that he does, um, that. It, this really like messes everything up and it's like he he's so secretive about stuff that like until it's ready to drop or whatever that it's just uh this really fucks with that not only like the this is on his integrity but it, you know he's ready, ready to drop an album he dropped the singles like he's ready for the release and it's just so like great. fuck it's just fucking with his mind All like fucking with his day getting, like so many hits yeah i look at that the spotify top 10 song charts yeah he's on five of them he has little baby song, yes indeed, JB Block Boy, uh, God's Plan, Nice for What, um, I'm upset. Yeah, and produced by Oogie Man. Shout out to Oogie Man. 
Oh yeah, I saw that. I like how they cut down these the tag because it's Drake. And what it, what did they do the tag? I just knew that because of the tag. I didn't know that. I don't know if you knew how you knew, but like that's crazy because I know the tag like when he did Chapa's project. Yeah. I was like, uh, uh, I don't know the language, but it's like oh, this whole long conversation, right? You know the, the long dialogue for his tag. This long Asian chat. I've never heard that one. I've just heard the. Anyways, the end of it is like I'm working on a lie. Working on dying. So no, that was all that was on the Drake song was I'm no, working on dying. No, that's a lot of his songs with Maddox are just like I'm working on dying, and then oh, the beat drops a little. Bass, bit. the bass guy, he keeps having this long sample dialogue of. Doo, 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 doo. What song is that? The whole um, band bass, the band God tape. Oh, okay, I've never listened to the full band. You God should tape. listen to the whole tape. Oh, yeah, I think the camera died, but because probably because it doesn't have any battery. But this we'll podcast is we're, 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 we're deep into it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, we knew that the camera might die because of the battery, but yeah. I'd rather just do it. Um, and I think another thing to point out about is like what I thought was interesting is he starts off like, "Oh, it's going to be a sur- surgical summer." As almost like this seemed like he just brought put everything on the table. Yeah, we're but it's to say. But it sounds like he has more in the tank. Like, oh, I have more if if you come he back. He should do it or not come back. When Drake did with Meek Mill, he just kept coming at him. That worked great. Drake should push us just release a song tomorrow. But I don't think he has to. That's the thing. It would just oh yeah. You should save it until Drake actually looks like he's because Drake's. I think we can both agree that Drake's currently losing this. <laughs> this beef. I mean, the way diss tracks always works, like if they're good, the person that always has the last song is winning. So, if yeah. Drake has a good song, he'll be winning because people care about what happened recently. So, um, yeah, but uh, let's see. Uh, like if Drake's song is above average, people will be like, I don't know who's winning now. And, no, it's it's interesting because like it it literally just made Drake go into damage control. Like they also privated. Uh, her so, was Sophie. I don't know her name. Sophia or something. Or so they private her Twitter, um, and then instead of I like him. Like I think it was though. funny that instead of responding, all right, like two days later, he didn't respond with a diss track. He responded with a screenshot of a written note that he wrote on his Instagram. Like, I'm glad I was joining the Wait, circus. I have, I have it here. I have it written. I'm gonna read it out. Do like a good narrator voice. I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 20, 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor and I worked on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represent how African Americans were once wrongly portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazin uh, Elzadig, I think is that probably maybe how you pronounce it is also an actor from Sudan. Uh, we're attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black a- actors at auditions. This was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors has not changed much. Which Drake uh, pushed then responded to, I think it was the next day on Friday, and said um, basically, he's like, I'm, I'm not buying it. Or no, he said it the day of. He says, I'm not buying it. Uh, I don't believe it at all. You, you are silent on all black issues, Drake, with a huge platform. So basically he's saying, like, back to what he says, like, your lyrics have no content, and now you want to defend this image that you came up with, that you came out with. And it's like, how can you pretend, like, oh, now you care about these issues when you don't say it in any of your music? Um 
which I, I mean, I, I agree with to an extent. Like Drake's interesting is like if you never felt, you know, he's a he's half black, he's half he's he's Jewish, he's in this weird position where he's like, if he felt weird about being mixed race or he had like not being black enough, like it's weird that he like didn't say anything about it in his song. Like obviously you don't have to go full logic, huh? <laughs> just been bringing it up every five seconds but um like no like logic obviously he gets too much hate but um but yeah it's almost like he kind of like distanced himself from it without addressing it and that's why like there's a layer of authenticity that's just not there with him um that i never really rocked with but or not never really rocked with i liked his earlier stuff um because it actually felt like pretty real um and then Pusha also made a tweet about how, like, apparently, I don't know if this was verified, but Drake was like, he's like, it's, he made it sound like Drake was, uh, he said, putting like 100, he said, you got 100K floating around for info. Can't no money, amount of money creates skeletons that don't exist. And he's like, hashtag, I'm upset as like a joke about Drake's signal, sing, single. So, um, yeah, he's just toying with him. I so. think there'll be a song out tonight or this afternoon. I wouldn't be surprised. We'll Featuring see. Lil Wayne. Lil we'll Wayne see. Drake song coming out this afternoon or tonight. We'll That's see. what I expect. I mean, they got to respond soon. They, he should have responded already. Because he had to wait for Lil Wayne to get on that song. Um, yeah, and then also Kanye threw a little... You know, this is a side note, but he threw some jabs on No Mistakes. It was kind of like very unclear he was kind of just rambling he called him a light skin he called him light skinned and then blah 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 he mentioned drake specifically no he just said something about like light skinned and like it was probably it was definitely a rush and then he he's like we're not about beef like kind of said it was done yeah it's done that's what he said he's like i'm done with this but he but he, there was some some words in his song um what's the name of it no mistakes on his album which I was going to use that to transition into talking to his album, about his album, but like I said, we really went all in on the Push T straight beef. It's exciting um, stuff. Let's see. Favorite song on the Kanye album? Wait, let, let me just make, look at these questions that I have and see if there's... Okay, so we we we, we agree that Push is up, but um, and what would you say Drake's... Do we agree that like Drake, he's done some permanent damage to Drake's image, at um, least to an extent. Depends how this ends. I think he's definitely done some damage to his image. I mean, it, he hasn't just destroyed him. He hasn't destroyed his career. Obviously not. He didn't jaw ja, yeah, ja rule him. He didn't jaw rule him. Um, but would you say... Wait, are you referencing the Eminem jaw rule beef? Where Eminem ripped on jaw ja rule? No. Oh. Talking about fifty destroying Ja Rule's career. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with my old old school hip hop. Well, not old school, but old school for me. Sorry. Um. Yeah, and it, I guess does it okay? Well, does this change your view of Drake? Um, I mean, it's a little shocking. This man's in blackface, but um, I guess I mean I don't really have a strong image of Drake to begin with. I never really cared for him. I never really liked him at all. I mean, I didn't listen to any of his albums really. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a handful of songs, but I never really liked him, so I was always gonna go push. For sure. So I mean, that was a little difficult because I love Lil Wayne, so Lil Wayne's on track. 
with Drake. I don't like Push talking about Lil Wayne, but yeah, I mean, Push, Drake's image to me was always poopy, so <laughs> this is fine. Um, so, and I guess, how do you think, what's the best course of action for Drake? What do you think he can I, do to fi- fix this? I think he should... Or how can he respond? I don't know how he can respond. I think if I was Drake, I would just put my head down and release my album and actually... Just wait it out? I think that's what he's doing because he realizes, like... He's so big that he can do that. Not in terms of his image being saved, but, like, time always fixes things where people will drift away. His songs will have numbers, he'll get... I think I think that I think it actually at this point all might, he can do is wait I out. think that if he res- I don't think there's anything he can say in a disc record that I think will, good, will make him win like I think that his best course of action might I mean it's we should have had a response already instead of a response he's like threw out a you know like I said a freaking note that he typed out so um I think that, um, sorry, I hear you're breathing in the mic and it just really Well, I think he, <laughs> he can't respond much about push, but I think he can just defend himself. You think it's better that... I think with the next track, this track should be a defense of everything that push said. And he can't, he doesn't have much to go at push anymore about, because push doesn't have a lot to go at apparently. So uh, what he would, naturally you would just defend what was said about you and then that would probably hopefully just let it fizzle out. Yeah, but it's also like, does trying to defend it make it worse? Like, is it indefensible? Or do you just like, well, would it be people... better for him to just stop, like, like kind of like let it fade away and then drop this album and then everyone forgets about it because the album's fire? If he's a fire album, then yeah. His album better be fire. Although, be trash. If the album's trash, no one's going to forget it. Watch it just be nice for what in God's plan. And <laughs> he's just going to go fucking... Oh. I mean, I feel like most of his albums, even when they've had recent albums, when they've had hot singles, they've been... You know, six... Views from the six was supposed to be like, this is the Drake album that we've all... You really didn't have like, that many big singles, the, the peak of Drake. Like, this is what it's going to be. And it was just this long, drawn-out, boring, like... Filler, no, I feel these singles album. going into, but all these songs are catching really well. Like, nice for what in God's plan. I wonder if Diplomatic Immunity will be on this project. I haven't heard that one. That's the you know what that is though. That's yeah. the other track with God's plan on that EP. Oh, I saw that Pusha T was in contacts with. I, so you'll hear about how Drake ripped off. Shockingly, he ripped off the. Um, I wish I'm trying to push and talk about how he's just ripping off other people's stuff. Uh, but anyways, there was that EP. You know the Scary Hours EP? Drake released no. this EP called Scary Hours, which was God's Plan mm-hmm. and Diplomatic Community. And the cover was very identical to some other indie artist's um, cover for a song or album a few years earlier. So I saw on, on I think it was Reddit maybe or Twitter, that Pusha T like, instant DM'd that guy. Maybe get more uh-huh. information or something. Yeah, he's got more in the arsenal. All right, so yeah, for some reason... The um, I accidentally pressed spacebar and caught the audio, but so yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think we're pretty much wrapped up anyway. That's a wrap on that. That's a wrap on that. This is the end of the hip hop. Maybe do a podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check us out on all social media. Becker three seven three eight. I got the hottest one photo in the Instagram game. Check at, me out at hip hop. Maybe do on Instagram and sorry at hip hop. Maybe do underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, hip hop maybe do it on everything else and um, we got more shirts we got hip hop maybe do a tease if you want to purchase 
where we've almost broken even. So, yeah, that'd be great. Pot of cup of tea, they're pretty fly. Oh my God. Anyway, have a great evening. Stay toasty, my friends. Warm morning. And we're out.